You're listening to the Chick Chat Podcast with hosts Danielle and Sarah. Let's get to it. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Chick Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Murray. Across from me, beside me, and always with me is the lovely Danielle Gogan. I really am always with you. Yeah, it's I love it. I cherish it. And it's honestly, your presence is greatly appreciated. Just know that. Love you. (laughs) Also, today, when we did our little like hug jump thing, I really loved that a lot. We did a huddle jump cheer but cheer we were like in, thursday in, in the middle of hope. an office like corporate bitches we yeah. are profesh yeah. to fucking death um danielle speaking of today um how are you you're great well i mean Any fabness happened this week number one fabo thing of the week yes Pusateri's little sausages oh. are back <gasps> in stock fucking I mini sausages are life changing. These all the time. I've bought three little packs this week alone. I love a cured meat. This one is definitely the best. The top. I need Pusateres to sponsor us. Yes, I need Pusateres to keep these in stock because honestly, they over the Christmas break in March and December they were out of stock, and it was really a depression. It was a freaking depression. It was so sad. And And then today, when I made my Pusateres. <laughs> Today, when I was like ready to go, pusa tear it up. Yeah, I loved that so much, yeah. and nobody laughed, and like I was a, really sad. You did like a fun ant joke. And yeah, no I one did. Got it, they were like, me. Boo. but I was mid, in the background. I was mid um, employment, so I couldn't yeah. laugh. So that was the fabest thing of the week. Honestly, completely agree. That was mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah, the drabest thing for the week for me is that allegedly I'm getting not evicted but my landlord is allegedly moving back in which i think is a huge fucking farce and i'm gonna sue her ass if she proves to not be moving back in here i'm not coming to play i need that lawsuit money what about you fab drab okay what did i even do this week why am i having trouble thinking because this week has seen like a freaking century uh yes um okay fab i went to dance class on tuesday oh yeah and Honestly, it was so the core. Well, it's always amazing, but just getting back into dance class has been so amazing for my soul. Her routine was so. It um, was so spicy. It was Cardi B, it was City Girl and Cardi B's twerk mm-hmm. song that just came out, and it was so sassy. And like honestly, I don't. I've never been properly taught how to twerk, but Home you Girl really brought did it. it down, you broke were, it down for us this week, and I'm like. I've got it. Now I know what to do. And it was so sassy. It was so hair flippy. And I love it. And like I'm, we've, I've been coined and I am at heart an awkward weirdo boy. I've even been called, I've been described as a boy. So doing this heels class is like really sexy and it's completely out of my wheelhouse. But doing that is making me feel so Sasha Fierce and I'm so here for it. It's good. I'm just like waking up the little woman inside me so it's very nice that's your really libido um libido what is drab for me this week well this weather it's oh, like I got negative jury duty twi- oh jury duty jury duty blackmail blackmail jury duty but yeah i've been summoned to the court so i will keep you chick chatters updated but homegirls go into the courtroom why are we both going through some like weird legal shit right now i don't know this is like crazy how well, we're both so in sync with lawyer.com our, like, oh my follow god lilo uh, go to lawyer.com oh i'm gonna go to lawyer.com yeah same me too their seo is fire 
Seriously. All right, let's get into what. Let's get it, get it. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? What is the hot gossip? Tell me everything. What are you guys listening to? What's the cool jams? All right, so kicking off today's 411 with a little throwback. Um, I feel Ooh, like the early two thousands have been making a comeback in the headlines, and you know what's coming back? The Motorola Razor. Okay, the little the. How's it I coming feel back? like it's Explain the. It. How's it coming back? Um. Well. Um. Verizon, which the parent company, which is Lenovo, um, of Verizon, they are recreating the phone. Oh, so but like how? Are but they they're do bringing a smartphone it, version. Um, I think so. Is it gonna be flipped? But they're they're bring it's gonna be really fucking expensive. Like they're the price tag on it is like fifteen hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Is it gonna be flip phone? Yeah. It's gonna be like the same the design. Um pink. it's gonna be the same. Pink. Yeah. Silver. So what to say? It says but the razor's design won't be stuck in the days before smartphones and instead will be updated for the digital age. It will feature a foldable yeah. screen but also have touch screen keyboard and allow you to type text as we do now on smartphones instead of having to hit the seven key four times oh. to type the letter S. So you can enjoy the dynamic click shut of a foldable phone that allows you, but not the outdated mode of typing. So they're kind of putting the best of both worlds together. Um, I feel like the Motorola Razor was like the staple of every like hot girl mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have one. And I was so jealous. Did you have one? No, I had a Nokia and then I think I went yeah. from Nokia to Blackberry Bold. What age were you when you got a cell phone? Um, I was definitely probably grade eight, nine. Yeah. yeah. I got one in grade seven. Yeah. I think I was around that My age My mom too. used the excuse as you're traveling you back and forth and to dance. Like I was go, yeah. I was like carpooling and like people, other people were driving mm-hmm. me. So she's like, mm-hmm. I need to know where you are. Cause I, I used to call her stalker mom. Cause she like oh, yeah. would stalk me. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced Naturally. she had like a, a locating tracking oh, device Sylvia. in my phone. But honestly, it's so smart because she got me the ugliest phone on the friggin' market. It was like a Nokia brick. Like literally my, oh, my boyfriend at that time called it the brick. Like it, that's what its name was. Well, it, honestly, my dad it, actually had a brick. It's so smart that she did that because I never pulled it out in public. I was so embarrassed of it. So I only used it for emergencies. No, so I used to have like a nice, God, nice-ish phone for the generation. And then my dad had the big fat brick. Yeah. One that literally was like a flap to open it up. And then it was just like. LOL dead. Yeah. yeah. I had the Nokia that was just like a rectangle brick. Mm-hmm. But I like, I bedazzled it. Like I put oh. like, jewels on it and shit. But like. That's cute. I was so embarrassed of it. And I couldn't update my plan for like two years. So I couldn't get the razor. And I really wanted it. And mom wouldn't let me. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Did you move on to a Blackberry after? Um, BBM batch? No, I moved on to some kind of like shit. No, I moved on to some like thinner. It was a Blackberry S, but then from that I went to the pink Blackberry and that was oh. when I was like living. Oh, oh, true, true. From Blackberry, was I went like to iPhone. Blackberry Pearl? Yes, it was a Blackberry Pearl. <laughs> oh, yes, it was yes, the baby yes. pink oh, yes. Blackberry Pearl and then oh. from that I went to an iPhone, which I still have because it has a really good playlist on it and sometimes I use it to run. You which use is once the Blackberry Pearl for your No, playlist? my iPhone. Oh, you're a Ridge. My a OG Ridge, yeah. iPhone. It's like What is it? Like an iPhone 4? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm surprised it even functions. I know. I still have a my charger's hanging on by a thread, but oh I have it and God, I use that it. fat thing. Yeah. I actually think it's I might have one with. in my car I could give you. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The, the longer, yeah. the horizontal the fat one. Yeah, yes, the fat one. Yes, I yeah. think I have one in my car. Thank you so you. much. But honestly, it's so funny. Like phones are, and the hey, pictures actually, on it iPad, are amazing. They're like time capsules. They're time capsules. My I love iPad it. Still has that charger. I have um, one in my drawer. Okay, thank you. No problem. Thank you. But like, have you ever? Do you did you keep any of your old cell phones? I think so. Yeah, they were definitely like hidden in drawers and stuff like that. Yeah. Even like old iPhones too. I remember getting in a fight with my older sister because she had yeah. lost a phone or something, and then went like rummaging through my drawers and found an iPhone. And she was like, "I actually, I didn't even. She didn't even say anything. I found out through my family. It was like, oh yeah, Michelle took that phone from your room.' And I was like, "How dare you take that phone? Like she just put her SIM in it and yeah. She's like, now this and, is my and phone. then. Uh, she was huh. like, you're not even using it. You have a new one. I was like, no, you can't have but it. They're like time capsules, like all the photos and the old texts on it. Like it's like so I've gotten I have a couple breakup messages from, from getting dumped via text from an ex on there. Like those are those are a lot of cherished memories on those phones. I kept all mine, too. Yeah, I was hoarding like, them like the pack rat like, I am. How much money would we get from selling these if we were to do it? It's all sentimental. Like there's no money. Like no one wants my shitty brick from grade seven no but nobody it's wants just it. the memories and it it makes helps you build character mm-hmm. well it's true anyway moving yeah. on moving on next topic in the headlines is soldier boy he's speaking so of a throwback irrelevant. throwback i remember listening to soldier boy in like 2009 2008 and fucking that's the last time I remember listening to Soldier Boy. But Soldier Boy is going off in the headlines. He was on a radio show called The Breakfast Club, and someone mentioned that Drake was the best rapper of all time, and Soldier Boy went off on a tangerine. Mm-hmm. I'm talking tangerine. Started calling Drake, he started th- throwing out his D- Degrassi references, started throwing out things, and then he claims that he taught Drake everything he knows. I think Soldier Boy is like delusional i think soldier boy's hurting for attention and really uh, honestly i literally forgot about him until he went on this he had a psychotic break and started talking about this until that meme popped up about it was like who wants to be the first to do anything look at soldier boy he was the first to do whatever whatever and now he's also, irre- but irrelevant. also Ka- kanye threw out the soldier boy fact when he was like not beef with Tra- drake like one of his tweets is like soldier boy paid the way so like is he like genuinely respected in the music community? Soldier and we're just like, you're a joke and you made a fucking dance that people would perform at house Superman parties. Superman. Superman. Ho. Dat. Ho. Don't mind me. So he's claiming that Drake and his only like example or point was proven that he's like Drake's song. Um, Kiss me through the phone contains like a verse that is in one of soldier boy songs. And there's I've seen side by side comparament comparisons. It's yeah, it's the same yeah. verse, but like people rip off tracks oh, yeah. and verses and manipulate people's songs. Like that's the music industry now. And it's maybe all tracks. He was like just doing an ode to Soldier Boy. Exactly. So that's his only proof. So what do you think? Also, the freaking host of that show was like, oh, like he yeah, was like hyped. feeding into it. He was hyped. He was hyped. Soulja Boy. Soulja Boy was like all Gucci'd out too. And I'm like, where do you get the money? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a quote. This is kind of interesting. Tell me what's really going on, Drizzy Drake, back in this thing already. What's hap? He starts to sing, that's Soldier. That's my bar. He copied my whole fucking flow. He copied my whole fucking flow. Word for word. Bar for bar. Don't act like Drake 
I didn't make Drake N word. So yeah, I don't know. He had a lot of passion and went full tangerine on this thing. Um, I think that, yeah, he, maybe he did pave the way in some way, but he did not make Drake. Drake was out hustling on the streets, dropping off mixtapes to much music. Seriously, though. Trying to get out there. And I don't know. He got a break somehow. And Soldier then, Boy is really reaching here. Yeah. I think Soldier Boy just needed some press and needed some media and wanted to be in some meme culture. I think well, he saw I mean, American Meme. And he's like, you know what? I need to start doing some crazy viral shit. And it worked. And he's wearing a Kappa tracksuit. And I think he needs to not. Yeah, and he's got like a full gold grill situation happening. Yeah, I think he's stuck in 2007, 8, and he needs to fucking reach out to Kanye and buy some Yeezys. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What I don't know, Solge. Solge. We're rooting for you, Solge. Solge, just like. Come out with a freaking banger. Just show him up. Yeah. Solge a boy, tell him. Okay, he's just, yeah. I don't know. He kind of looks like. Flavor, flavor. Yeah. We G2G soldier boy. Yeah. We got to go and you got to take Figure a breath. Out. Yeah. Let's do it. Do a meditation or something. Au revoir, soldier boy. Uh, Au revoir. Uh, we got to go now, bye. To you. Okay. And other news Rihanna is suing her father. Oh Did my you God. Hear this? Yeah. I mean, so that's. One awkward Christmas dinner. Oh my God, right? And I feel like this happens more often than not, actually. A lot of like family feuds and stuff. And yeah. I think Beyonce also had some drama. Yeah, with there her was father. some daddy drama. Yeah. Fired as her manager. But yeah, I guess when money is involved and fame and power, mm-hmm. Think, mm-hmm. Think it, things can get kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Rihanna is claiming that her father and his business partner fraudulently used her name to make money and she's suing them over that so she alleges that her father ronald fenty and his partner moses perkins falsely represented their company's affiliation with her so the quote says although mr fenty is rihanna's father he does not have and never has had authority to act on rihanna's behalf nor has he been authorized to use her name intellectual property or publicity rights shit so it says similarly neither mr Mr. Perkins nor the company has any affiliation whatsoever with Rihanna. So apparently he's been using like the Fenty name, like her Fenty beauty to basically use her for millions of dollars. Oh my God. Well, and I remember that other article we were watching. Um, He's business. It's not like he's like running like a, like a, good old-fashioned law practice he's running a talent mm-hmm. empire mm-hmm. and he's yeah, like booking shows entertainment. and and saying that rihanna's going to perform to them meanwhile she has no idea but yeah so he's, he's abusing the fenty name like, people are actually like giving her some backlash being like that's his last name like first like he should yeah. be able to use well, yeah. his own name as a company but i think definitely when but you get into the nitty-gritty of it he's just using her and her fame so it says here um rihanna's popular fenty beauty line of cosmetics was launched in 2017 she has a lingerie line and the suit states that fenty and perkins have repeatedly been asked to stop misrepresenting themselves and to cease and desist all activity and efforts to exploit rihanna's name and to goodwill associated with the fenty brand apparently they had attempted to register the fenty name of a line of resorts hotels according to the suit wow yeah this is messy very messy 
Yeah, that's bad. But it's, yeah, it's just like so wild. So it says here, it says Rihanna also alleges that Fenty and Perkins negotiated an authorized deal for her to perform 15 shows in Latin America for 15 million and two 15 minute sets at Calabash at Staples Center and T-Mobile Arena for $400,000. Like those are big venues. She agreed to it or no? No. They negotiated an unauthorized deal. (gasps) Like, like without Center? her team at all? Probably not. I Holy mean, they're using shit. her name. Like they negotiated a tour in Latin America and she had no idea. Yeah, for $15 million and then 400000 well, at the... She should have freaking let them go through with it because they're going to get sued by those people if yeah, she doesn't show up yeah. or doesn't anything. Like, and T-Mobile are going to be like, fuck That's you. not... A, they, they'd bury them themselves and that would have kind of saved her the fam drum. Whoa. Like, that's a that mess. That is messy. Um, but apparently, like, they had a bad relationship growing up. Like, he had some alcohol and um, addiction uh, problems. Crack, actually. He's been yeah, in jail. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm not saying he's a bad person at all. But I'm just saying, like, That's that is That's kind of fucked messy. up to, like, use your daughter. Like, she yeah. probably would take care of her entire family, give him money, do whatever it takes to make sure they're okay. But yeah. he's ex- he's 100% Fuck. exploiting her. That's so wrong. And you know what? Like this happens a lot with families. Like people will exploit their kids and like live their dreams to their children. Like for example, like kids who are in sports, it's because their parents wanted to live that dream and they use their child to live that dream and then they get money and they just like use them as like workhorses. Yeah. And then the child has Peter Pan syndrome and they go crazy and then. Yep. Yeah. Not good. That's awful. Holy. Anyway. Well, I hope this ends positively, which I don't really know how it can, but mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's safe. much going back from like serving your, yeah. your parents and like going exactly. through. Like that's like. Like that's your dad. In the coffin. Yeah. That's your own father just using you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No. Holy fuck. Good luck, Riri. We love you. All right. Next up, we have the Gillette ad that was just launched. So a little bit of context behind this ad. It goes to the hashtag Me Too movement. But at the same time, it kind of says, is this really the best we can be? And like kind of speaks to, you know, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. The the premise is toxic masculinity. And it says that it's something that we have inherited through generations in our culture that men are prepositioned to be the strong aggressive like mm-hmm. fight dirty kind mm-hmm. of things like that too and mm-hmm. um the ad shows how it can be corrected if we stand up and be mm-hmm. better as people and they use examples others are throw out a barbecue and these little boys are mm-hmm. fighting yeah, and they're then fighting each other these boys are the parents look at them fighting at each other and they go up oh, boys will be boys yeah. yeah and then it shows the same situation happening where men where the dads run in and interfere and mm-hmm. separate the boys and goes boys we don't treat people like this mm-hmm. so it's just saying that we need to step up and are saying that to be mm-hmm. better people so mm-hmm. don't al- boys will be boys is not mm-hmm. a logical and acceptable thing so anymore like that's how we and we start it starts from a yeah. young age. So. so it says you can't hide from it. You can't laugh it off. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Say the right thing. Act the right way. Um, so they say like bullying. It's only challenging ourselves to do more. That we can get closer to our best. The ad concludes in a twist. And it's decades old tagline. The best a man can get. So then it's kind of like. Is it really a best? Is it really the best a man can get? So. 
people are pretty upset about this. Like men are pretty outraged. Yeah, there's been some backlash for it too. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think it's a very powerful message. So um, like what are some of the haterade that's out there? Well, all the men are like, they're kind of upset because they're being put on blast for like, you know, sexual harassment and all this other stuff. But it's like women have been put on blast for years and years to be these perfect, you know, slim, you know, act accordingly. All right. I have some, I have some tweets here. Yeah. The problem with the ad is the premise is insulting. The premise is that all men are bad somehow and need correcting. It's actually quite offensive to men. Why are they lecturing us? Most men are good. I will join the boycott. Hashtag Gillette boycott, hashtag Gillette ad. <laughs> and then another one is, so Gillette is a company trying to make money. Don't laud them or any company into being moral arbiters. They have made an ad praising rugged manliness if they thought it would have led to more buzz and higher sales. Companies aren't our friends. Oh my God, here's one. I find your recent ad offensive and insulting to imply that men just fight barbecue and harass women is sexist, deceptive and yet another false narrative perpetrated on american people by left-wing loons sorry loons by left-wing loons oh my gosh well we get people to pause reflect and to challenge themselves then this campaign will be a success to be honest like men have been like it's been a the song it's a man's world is a song for a reason like we've been living in a man's world we've been living in a patriarchal society forever like and now it's honestly it's just recent like the me too movement yeah as much as it's criticized and mocked as well it has a ripple effect and it is opening doors and it is opening up a conversation and yes it's a company that could definitely be mm-hmm. commoditizing this process and this liberation but it's like a, yeah. a really pretty girl walks by and then a guy goes to like chase after her and the other guy's like no man like that's not that's cool. not cool stop it but then okay. it's cool. totally all right well moving on aye, aye, aye. yep let us know what you think chick chatters dm us at the chick chat podcast all right, enough of the tangents. It's time to talk about something a little more serious and a little more real. Real talk, real talk. I'm Danielle Gogan here with your weekly news clues where we talk news, fake news, debauchery, social media, and what's hot off the press. Timmy's being annoying. This week's news clues um, is an article from the blog TO, and it's Toronto police are warning the public to be careful when using debit cards in taxis after a charging ring of crooked cabbies with more than 250 counts of fraud and identity theft. Um, Six people are allegedly have stolen millions of dollars Holy from unsuspecting shit. customers in the GTA in recent years, often without a customer's knowledge. It all links back to an elaborate and reoccurring scheme involving rigged points of sales machines, decoy debit cards, stolen pins, and drained bank accounts. Yep. So here is how this scheme has been working. And I actually know people who have been victim to this. Mm-hmm. They get in a cab late night. They pay with it. with They debit. pay for the cab from de- with debit or credit card. The cabbie gives them the machine. It puts an error. They give the... So the, the cabbie's like, oh, give me the machine back. They switch out their credit or debit card. Meanwhile, the machine recorded your PIN. They get, they put in a decoy 
card, that's the same bank as oh, you, shit. give it back to you, you pay, and then they have your, they go right to the ATM and they take out all your money. Oh my God. So this is how. Could you imagine them doing it to some like degen girl and then she only well, has like $15 on her bank account? I've had friends that this has happened to and they took in like $1,500 from their bank account. Holy like, shit. Drain. So this is how it works according to police. Drivers pick up customers early morning or the evening hours and drive them to their destination. When the customer attempts to pay using debit or credit, they're handed an altered point of sale machine by the driver. So the customer enters the pin, which the point of machine, I just said this, blah, blah, blah. It normal, and so actually, after they switch the card and give it back to you, um, so usually so you don't know that this has happened statement? to you. What it, it, the, the transaction goes through because it's actually not an error. Yeah. So the, they're like, oh, here you go. They push a button and then it goes through magically. Yeah. But then they have it. Then when they give it back to you, they switch the card. So you have a blank debit card. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they do this at the night and then early morning. So you're drunk yeah. or you're coming back from a bar. Yeah. You don't, you're not looking at details. It's dark. Like you're not yeah. looking at yeah. all that stuff. Well, I think maybe that's because so many people sit in the back seat too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and like, it's normally, it normally isn't until later that the customer, customer realizes that their pin was recorded by the fake point of sale machine. And all Cappy needs to do is hit up the bank and enter your code and voila, all your cash is gone. So customers' funds are being depleted from their accounts fraudulently, but explains Toronto it? police officer Wait. in a media release. The customer usually has no Wait. knowledge of fraud the until the bank notifies them or attempts to utilize card provided by the driver later in the date. So realizing it has been swapped. So literally like you could go... Like, you have no idea all your money's gone, then you just go to use your debit card the next day, and then you realize it's gone. But how does it work? Like, they have just a random card. They put it in. They get Yes, they get your code, but when they put it into the ATM, how does that read? Because they record your PIN. No, but how does it read as, like, your account? Because they have your card, and they give you a fake one. Oh, so they take your actual card. Yeah, they take your actual debit card and hand sure you a, 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 dem, like a, dem, like a blank decoy card of the same bank so you don't think anything's weird wow so this past november one victim told the cbc that he had been biked out of thirty five hundred dollars by frauders and another victim said he lost forty one hundred dollars in one fell swoop so but thank god police announced on thursday that four men one woman and a 16 year old boy from all from toronto have been arrested in connection with the recent bank card thefts good they have been collectively charged with over 262 counts of fraud related crimes the cab companies worked out were not involved in the scam but say police but police say they will be held accountable so police warn, however, that there are still a number of incidents occurring and that there are still outstanding individuals actively defrauding public utilized various cabs in the GTA. So be careful. So pay with cash or take an Uber or Lyft. This is mm-hmm. terrifying. Like I actually know people that this has happened to. Yeah. Like, and cabs are not really monitored. But how do you think they caught them? I guess they just, I don't know how they caught them, but I'm glad they did. Yeah. I guess they followed the transactions and like maybe they or maybe they like remembered what cab they were in. Like it was like, you know, back taxi number X, Y, Z. Maybe yeah. they remember it or something. That's insane. Cabs a are a farce old. to begin Did with. Did say a 16 year old? Yeah. A 16 what? year old is involved in this. Like was he like a new driver? 
I, I don't know how he was involved. Maybe he's like they're a hacker at home that yeah, does yeah, all yeah. the, or maybe he's like part of their family and he does it too. I don't know oh what God, happened. I don't know insane. who he is, but it's really scary. So everyone just be careful. Know that these people are doing this, especially if you're coming home drunk. Yep. Just Watch pay out. with cash and just yep. be aware that this is a thing that's happening. Keep your eyes peeled. People. Protect your pin. Yep. Protect your card and stay alert. Stay safe. Yep. Degeneration. The Silent Generation, Baby Boomers, Gen X. These generations have all had their time in the sun, but there's a new flock on the horizon. The Millennials. On this week's edition of Damn, Damn Those, those millennials. millennials, we have an article from BuzzFeed News titled Millennials, How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation. Have you read this article, Danielle? Danielle. Dan- Are we back again with the Danielle shit? I said, I think I said a Daniela. I don't know what you said, but I did read the article. I think Lies. I sent this article to you. Lies. Yeah, you That's did. That's fucking it. lies. I sent you this shit from Twitter. You did, but quote it. I'll quote it when I need to. Quote it for me. Quote. Summarize the article. It talks about how millennials are victims, as per fucking huge. <laughs> we're burnouts. We're degenerates. We can't get anything done because guess what? We're not fucking interested in whatever <laughs> the world has to fucking face us with. Okay. L-O-L-O-L-O-L. That's the summation. The Coles notes. Goodbye. Mic drop. I'm out. Okay. That was Danelle. She made a nice appearance on the podcast. Thank you so much for showing up. Hello. So, this article, um, basically, it starts off by um, a quotes from one of the 11 people that were interviewed for the article saying that he, he was talking about the election and how he knew that to do the election, he had to do some Monday tasks like fill out a form, go to drop this form off at a said place, a said location. Like, and they said that he just couldn't bring himself to do it and go to the post office because it gave him anxiety. And then the author kind of divulges in this more about how other mundane tasks, she feels the exact same way. Like, um, she just would put something on her to-do list and then she wouldn't get around to it and then it would just fall back week after week and it would kind of haunt her and she's like, that would give me anxiety too but no matter what she did, she couldn't get around to f- completing this one task and she even goes to um, name this kind of phenomenon as errand, um, what the fuck, errand paralysis um, which is funny, so I definitely agree so she would, she would like further explain this as like something like go making a dentist appointment like dropping off mail you need to do like filling out a form like uncertain work like unrealistic expectations are millennials <laughs> turning into the she's back. generation she's back <laughs> dead i mean i definitely can relate to this i've had a I bag feel burnt out I've had a bag of clothes that I need to donate to the Goodwill sitting in my closet for months. And I've just been too lazy. Are we just lazy? What is it? We are. Well, that's what she says. She's like, it's not like we're lazy. Like we're doing things. Like we're working really hard. We're, we're doing the day to think things. We're going to work. We're going out with friends. It's just like these mundane tasks that the only people in the long end that benefit from them is us. But we just can't get around to doing it. And then she even kind of goes to explain. It's like, 
we've been raised like watching our mom or dad run the household. Like they run around all day doing errands. Aaron they go grocery paralysis. shopping. Aaron paralysis. She's like, do they want to be doing these things? Probably not, but they get it done. So we've been kind of conditioned. Like we follow our parents when we were kids. Like I get lugged to 12 different grocery stores, this store, that store. And I kind of grew to hate it. Like I, I have like one of my earliest memories is vividly walking around Canadian Tire with my dad like being so upset, being like, I hate the triangle store. I hate it. Cause we'd go there for fucking hours and he'd look at tools for hours. And I'd be like, I hate it here. And I would hate running those errands with him. Cause I knew I'd just be sitting there like not doing anything I was interested in. So she's saying we've kind of taken that experience and being like associating with those errands with it's like, adulthood like she said adulting so we've kind of associated with disdain so we're kind of it's kind of like we have a void Mm -hmm. with the adulting measures because we don't want to do it but we know we have to a quote that says the truth is i don't feel like i'm allowed to be tired and i think that there was a meme that i saw was like um the truth about millennialism is like being too tired to do anything but then feeling guilty when you take a break exactly and so this, if, if you dive farther into the article, like this is like really long, mm-hmm. but what was really interesting is it kind of quoted like what we have inherited from our parents. So it's like our yeah. parents, they've all been through their own struggles. So mm-hmm. as millennials enter into mid-adulthood, that prognosis has been proven false. Financially speaking, most of us lag far behind from where our parents were when they were our age. Mm-hmm. We have far less saved, far less equity and far less stable and stability like and far 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 more student debt so the greatest generation and the depression and the gi bill boomers had the golden age of capitalism gen x had the deregulation and trickle down of economics and millennials we've got venture capital but we've also got the 2008 financial crisis and the decline of the middle class and the rise of the 1% and the steady decay of unions and stable full-time employment so we've been conditioned like we've been around to see this fall so they're saying that we work really hard and we kind of burn ourselves out because we know we're not stable because we've seen these people lose their jobs we've seen what our parents have gone through we've seen a de- a decline in a whole class system so that's kind of what they're saying um, is the mark of that. Like, we know, like, a diploma expected to keep a job. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's marked from the shift generations before. Millennials need to optimize ourselves to be the best workers possible. Like, our workplace is very competitive. Like, there's always, we're the most educated um, age group there is. Like, we are conditioned. We go to elementary school, high school. We all mm-hmm. go to university. And we come mm-hmm. out eager and rich to learn. But there's not enough jobs as mm-hmm. there is people searching for mm-hmm. them so we're all hustling trying to prove ourselves yeah climb up the ladder do all this stuff but and as we've complained about many times before working very long hours in living in expensive cities and not being able to afford our lifestyle so i think that we are working to trying to create this ambitious and like this what we've been conditioned from our past lives as success but in return, it's kind of burning us out. And then we don't get around to those like mundane things. Like I literally have to go to the dentist and I just put it off every day and I get home, put my head back on the pillow. I'm like, fuck, I forgot to call the dentist. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, cause I that's know. not on our prerogative. We are yeah. just like, we're there to get up, work, go to the gym, yeah. make money, be the best we can be, try to eat healthy. And then by the time you get there, you're like, fuck, I didn't get There's only this, so this many hours in the day. I feel like exactly. the expectations are just way too outrageous at this point. Like yeah. even with when work and stuff, it's like the expectation is to be 
accessible online at any like point of the day, any hour of the day. Like there's no time for us to be humans and to gather ourselves to start the next day fresh and yeah. motivated. It's really it's hard to really like, hard. turn it off. Yeah, not to be like the victims. Like, <laughs> we're millennials. Give us a break. Yeah, so it's saying to adult is to complete your to-do list, but everything goes on your list and the list never ends. No like, wonder all of us have depression and yeah, anxiety. Yeah, that's why we're all fucking on anti-anxiety medication and go and cry. Yep. Well, I don't know. Interesting article. I have posted it to our Facebook group, the Chick Chat Podcast. So mm-hmm. have a read. It's on BuzzFeed. I know that Um, I saw that the... The Betches talked about it on their podcast as, as well this week, mm-hmm. which is cool. And they put an Instagram story. They asked people, what are some tasks you've heard of, you've had on your to-do list for way too long? And then a bunch of people answered, Sign, dentist, eye doctor, transfer funds from 401k from a job I left two years ago. Um, pick up my new ID. It's been ready and waiting since November 2017. Oh God, you know what's funny? I actually still have Cancel a new Brunswick license. Cancel my gym membership license. to a gym I stopped going to Listen, eight months ago. I still have a new Brunswick license and I've lived in Ontario for years. I, I know. I haven't updated my address. I still live in Stouffville according to my ID. But at least yours is Ontario. Yeah. Mine's a different province. Well, I mean, still Canadian. You're fine. The Jenny. I know. It's just like we can't get around to doing this stuff and then we feel guilty because we're not completing real adult tasks and then that makes us anxious and we I cry and we just want to stay home. Done if I didn't have a fucking nine to five. Oh yeah, I'd be fucking productive. Oh yeah. yeah. I would can. I have clean to be my somewhere house from top to bottom. Nine to usually eight PM every day. Seriously. Like And then everything's closed. So yep. and then after that. that you want to go to bed and just cry. die and never wake up. Oh. Well, <laughs> on a happy note. What are we going to do? What are we going to do, guys? Bye. So, in the astrological hemisphere, there's some things happening. There must be something in the airwaves. Yeah. Country song. Well, actually, song. there is a zero retrograde zone. Yeah. So, so actually, there's nothing going on. Yeah, there's on nothing in the going. Everything's world. normal right now. Everything is cohesive. So if your shit's fucked up, that's your problem. Yep. It's Don't all blame on you. The planets. So it says we have entered a rare phase when no planets are in retrograde. What? In astro speak, it's called APDM, all planets direct motion. Since retrograde slows us down and turns our attention to the past, APDM is a great time to jump start anything stalled. Focus on the future. Just do the damn thing. Say the stars. So do the damn thing. Do it. Do it. And if, do it, if you're not, it's your own fault. It really, though, like there's literally no astrological so guys, reason why. Yeah, Guys, you have you have no excuse. Yeah. Just get her done. Do it. Like Shia LaBeouf. Just. Do it. Ugh. That means I have to go on a date. Fuck. Yeah. Let's get some dates going for Sarah Bear. If you make my profile for me, I will. Okay. Deal. Do it. Deal. Okay. Down. Fine. Awesome. We'll keep you posted next week, Chick Chatters, but I hope that she's just drunk and forgets. No, I will not forget. I, I will forget. not forget this. Ugh. Because guess what? It's on air. It's on record. Frick. Yep. You're Frickety frack. caught. Damn on it. The pod. So anyway... 
chick chatters. Frig. I think that's all we've got for you this week. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks that for being time chicks. Thanks for chatting. Love you. See you next week. At the Chick Chat Podcast. Follow, like, subscribe. Subscribe. Love you. Bye. Testing, testing, one, two, three, and four, and five, and six, and seven, and eight, and nine, and ten, and cue Sarah. Let's go, and Sarah Marie. Hey, everybody, what's up? Do we're it, here to podcast, it, girl, and we're here and we're to doing it loud, and we're doing Sarah it big, and, and we're doing it loud.